0: Seen it. Seen it. Don't care. Gross.
1: Babe, you've been scrolling through the queue for hours. Just pick something already.
0: It's not that simple. I'm a man of discerning taste.
1: Oh yes, only the finest cat girls for you.
0: Yours must be five inches or more. Anything less would be an affront to Kamisama. Does this sound like you? Does that sound like anyone? If so, we can help. We're two weirdos and we have our own podcast. On our show, Okashina Podcast Anime with Friends, we highlight the best... Not the best. We highlight the most thrilling. Uh, not that either. We highlight... Anime? Yes. Odd, amusing, and oddly amusing anime from Japan and beyond. Semi-deep dive discussions, dated references, weep shit. We got it all. Who are you people? You got anything with cat ears?
1: No, forget the cat ears. I want broken
2: mamas voice.
0: Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks I'm going to fail to solve an ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead.
1: Uh, That's right, and this week we are going to be talking about the ARG that I think was made to promote Dexter Season (laughs) 5?
0: Are you sure it's Dexter the serial killer and not Dexter's laboratory? Yes. There was doom and gloom when things went boom in Dexter's lab, Are, are you sure? (laughs)
1: There are a lot of serial killers in this arc, Andrew.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm vaguely familiar with Dexter. I think I watched a season of it in college, but uh, I don't remember a lot of college. So is he a serial killer that only targets other serial killers?
1: Yeah, he's... He's a serial killer who only kills uh, like other criminals, but okay. he also works for the police? Right. He's like an he's a blood analyst for the police and his sister right. is a cop.
0: Okay. I was going to say cuz like by the end of season 2, you got to be really running on fumes trying to come up with other serial killer ideas. Um but okay, so
1: <laughs> there was a there was one there was one summer, I, wanted, I want to say the summer after I graduated college, that I just like lost my fucking mind and watched Four Seasons of Dexter in like a month. <laughs> a <laughs> little
0: bit twisted there, Marn.
1: <laughs> Sometimes you just get attached to like a
0: not-so-good TV show because you need something to <laughs> do. <laughs> I've watched enough anime to know that that's true. Um... So you said this was season five. Is this just the Dexter ARG or does it have a name?
1: Uh, So the the website that I'm using uh, calls it Fate F8 because it's like the name of the serial killer who they were trying to catch in the ARG. Everything else I found just calls it like the the Dexter ARG.
0: Okay. So it's a, a crossover with the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah. Okay. So Dexter gets a souped up car and is like time to chase down a serial killer. I'd watch that season.
1: I would I would too.
0: <laughs> uh, but before we get into the ARG, we've got some questions that came in. Um, the first one came in from our friend Colton, who says, if you were a serial killer, what would your gimmick be? And I got to say, Colton, I'll never tell.
1: <laughs> yeah, what are you, Colton, a cop?
0: <laughs> yeah, didn't know Colton was a cop. Shut it down, gang. <laughs> Uh, Next question. (laughs) Um, A very handsome listener wrote in, uh, at co-host Sherms on Twitter, asks, uh, what's your least favorite TV show ending? Uh Uh-oh. Are we
1: about to get controversial? Hit me. Oh, I don't know. I'm curious as to what your answer is.
0: (laughs) Well, I know Dexter's is very controversial I, actually i don't think it's controversial i think that everyone was like well that fucking sucked yeah um, i
1: was i was saying before we started recording that like when i had started watching it like a a couple friends and like a bunch of people on the internet were like oh just like watch until the end of season four and then stop and don't watch anymore and i was like oh all right and that was what i did <laughs> and at the end of that season i was like yep i don't need to see any more of this
0: <laughs> that's what i've heard about uh like supernatural where it's like start watching and then stop watching when the spirit moves you. Um yeah. just like the moment that you're just like I'm not sure this show's for me anymore. That's when you drop because like it's not going to get better. Um Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think my least favorite show ending was probably How I Met Your Mother. Um, oh,
1: okay. I watched
0: I watched How I Met Your Mother uh I think like weekly in college it was how some of my friends met we just like watched it in the dorm hall room the the, like public area together um but like that ending was terrible do you know about the ending of how i met your mother
1: uh yes i have only watched like extremely minimal of like the show itself but i do know that people were very mad about the ending
0: gotcha yeah it just they're just like what if Instead of anything we built to, we just, like, pulled a twist at the last second that was super weird. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, that happened. And then uh, I was a big Lost person, but I think I'm one of the few people that actually liked the ending of Lost. Oh, I
1: liked, I liked the ending of Lost.
0: Hell yeah. Lost ending Defender <laughs> Squad. There are dozens of us.
1: I rewatched Lost uh, my senior year of college. I was like, you know what? Yeah, the ending is fine. I don't understand why people were mad about this.
0: I think it's very much a case of, like, people that wanted, like, people that were into Lost for the sake of making explainer videos on YouTube, like, if Lost had come ten yeah. years later, those people did not like the ending of Lost, because it didn't, like, it wasn't just a slideshow It was like, here's a PowerPoint presentation of all of the lore that you might have missed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. um my see my problem with tv shows is that i very often don't uh watch them to completion i guess Mm -hmm. um like i'll drop off of them before the last season i did that with parks and rec i watched like every season of parks and rec except the last season um you're not missing much (laughs) i've i've heard um i think i did that with like penny dreadful as well uh i'm i'm just like my problem when I get a TV show question is that I immediately forget every TV show I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> and I only watch TV shows that have good endings. <laughs> 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 um, no, my real answer is uh, Gilmore girls, because after uh, a certain amount of time, Netflix put out that like Gilmore girls epilogue, like miniseries, mm-hmm. And it fucking sucks.
0: <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs>
1: they were like, we need to make like a a mini series of like four hour long episodes to be the proper end to Gilmore girls. And they really didn't
0: (laughs) do they do. So the thing that they do with, um, uh, the thing with parks and rec, that's that's final season is that they did like a time skip and then, but like the last season, they're just like, we know this is the last season time to do a victory lap basically. Um, Did they do a victory lap type season where it's just like, okay, well, none of this is going to be interesting because everyone's just busy, like, tying up plot lines in a sitcom, which isn't something you really need to tie up plot lines for.
1: Yeah, it was pretty much exactly that. And it was, like, also not really something that anybody had asked for in the first place. (laughs) Sure.
0: Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think I think those are my most egregious show endings. I think most shows end poorly, but that's just me.
1: Yeah. I mean and
0: I never watched the finale of The Good Place. That's my big like
1: Oh, The Good Place finale is good. It made me cry.
0: I'm I'm I have 3 episodes to go, I think. Oh. Like one episode and then an hour long finale or something like that, mm-hmm. and we just never finished it. I don't know why.
1: It's good. It's um I I enjoyed it.
0: Oh, yeah. I will have to go and check that out sometime. But, yeah, Um, I feel like a
1: lot of, like, network TV shows end badly because they often end up, like, airing past their prime.
0: Yeah, the mentality with US TV is just like, well, we're going to keep making it until people stop watching it. And the thing that makes people stop watching it is when it turns bad for a variety of reasons, whether it's, like, some actors are like, I want out. And so they leave and then like showrunners are like, well, I don't really want to do this anymore. And then like, it just like, let's, let's make this show until the audience leaves. And then the audience leaves because it's not fresh anymore. They're out of ideas. And it's like, well, yeah, the season's, the show's been on for six seasons. How do you keep going from here? So I don't
1: know. (laughs) Or they do what they did with scrubs where they end it like perfectly. And then they're like, oh, people really like that show. And they bring it back with a completely different cast and it sucks.
0: Yeah, what we need now is a spin-off that has uh, characters that no one gives a shit about. uh, Because that's what you need for your character-driven comedy. Perfect. Got it in one.
1: Didn't House end with House, like, faking his death or something? I remember people were really angry about the end of House. He either, like, dies for real or he fakes his death. I remember people going, like, absolutely apeshit over the ending of House. I
0: feel like I would have heard about it if, if he actually died at the end of Lost.
1: Okay, the last episode of House is called Everybody Dies.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: Okay, yeah, he does fake his own death.
0: <laughs> God. Well, it's it's the Sherlock thing, right? You gotta do the Reinbeck Falls, but with House.
1: You're right. Oh, now, there's God, a show that were... ended poorly with Sherlock. Yeah, I was gonna Sherlock. say. <laughs> yeah.
0: God, you ever end your show so poorly that fans think there's a secret hidden finale <laughs> where it being bad is the point, and it's gonna be the prestige <laughs> and the reveal that there was actually a secret good plot all along? That's what people are gonna say about Argonauts. Like, I bet the ARG is to find the good version of the podcast.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we have a secret episode feed out there. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually just been dropping clues to it the whole time.
0: Yep. I think that's going to do it for questions for us. So do we want to get into F8, the the fate of the Dexter, the Dexter ARG? Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. You'd think this is for season eight.
1: You would think so. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. So F5, maybe F4, F6.
1: I'm very curious as to why they decided to do it specifically for season five. I guess maybe because like it was 2010 and like args were trendy. I don't fucking know. Maybe <laughs> were args trendy in 2010?
0: <laughs> Michael, if you're if you're if you're listening, uh, were args trendy in 2010? Let us <laughs> Michael know. Michael played this arg. Oh really? The person
1: who sent me the link for this.
0: Ooh, well, shout out to uh to Michael Anderson from uh, Argnet.
1: Yeah, Argnet actually gets some shout outs in in this arg.
0: Oh hell yeah, so that's
1: fun. Um, yeah, I think Argnet is uh where I got the link to this page. Gotcha, cool. Which has been kind of languishing in my uh in my bookmarks tab full of <laughs> arg
0: stuff. <laughs> well, hell yeah. Uh, tell me about fate
1: so fate was a alternate reality game about catching a serial killer uh Ooh. F- to promote uh season five of dexter uh, that was run by modernista which is a advertising company that no longer exists i believe
0: hmm maybe they're just doing the long con
1: hmm their disappearance was actually an ARG.
0: Yeah, finding them is the next puzzle. <laughs>
1: uh yeah, they no longer exist and their Wikipedia page has a section called controversies.
0: Ooh. So you know you get the good shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently their controversy was that their their website just uh was just a navigation menu that popped up on social media site pages like Facebook and YouTube that had their information on it. And at one point, utilized the Wikipedia entry for them. Uh, But Wikipedia implemented technology that made it so they couldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's wild!
0: Huh. All right.
1: Uh, the outline I'm using for this is uh, from a website called angelnorelation.com and it's by a user named Angel, um, but the website no longer exists, I believe, so I'm using a Wayback Machine version of it. Okay. Uh, so this ARG started, as all ARGs do, at Comic-Con 2010. Okay. All arcs start at Comic-Con 2010.
0: (laughs) All roads lead home, and home is a room of sweaty nerds.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, And there was, like, a little uh, kind of, I want to say, like, immersive experience at Comic-Con, or near Comic-Con. It wasn't in the actual, like, con building uh, advertising Dexter called the San Diego Kill Room.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: And there where uh it had a website and there were posters and business cards there and I think of the actual site uh that led to the website of an ex FBI agent named D Pratt, which was serialhuntress.com, uh, which is a website talking about how she crowdsourced solving serial murder cases. Okay. Uh and she also had a tip line that you could call Uh, and if you called it I think this is a transcript of the voicemail. Uh, You got a voicemail basically introducing Dee talking about how she uh, hunts serial killers and she's like looking to crowdsource it to the audience and to the players of this game Uh, she talks about her website and is like yeah I have a blog where I'll like put up video briefings with evidence and information so that you can help me solve my cases Uh, and it's got a forum so you can post it and like give me your ideas
0: okay so the lonely girl 19 experience yeah
1: um and also at the kill room i believe there should be photos on this site but because it's the wayback machine not all of them show up gotcha Uh, And also, I think either at, like, the kill room or on the website, there was a mirror with an infinity sign uh, painted on it, which was a clue, because the killer that they're going to be hunting down in this is called the infinity killer.
0: Yo, he kills everyone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think he just leaves infinity signs, like, at, at... uh, at crime scenes, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> honestly, if I was a serial killer, my calling card would be not leaving a calling card. <laughs> Colton. <laughs> uh,
1: there were also letters on uh, the mirrors in blood that spelled out the words "sleep superbly," uh, which led to a website that was sleepsuperbly dot com, uh, which was okay. a like sleep therapy company a fake sleep therapy company.
0: Okay.
1: Uh and on that website, you could sign up for a premium membership and you would unlock uh a like dream therapy session by a user called Fate F8. Uh and it is him talking to his therapist who I think Going off of context clues is like an Alexa type robot that like gives him that gives you like prompts about your dreams and stuff. Okay. Um, and fate says that he had a dream about making a new friend. Um, hmm. but his friend was a little bit rude and refused to introduce himself and spent most of the dream. Uh sitting in a chair, not moving okay uh, and he also talks about how he's had nightmares about losing his teeth um and breaking mirrors.
0: It's bad luck <laughs>
1: uh, and the like dream therapist prompts him to uh download the dream deep iPhone app which is uh the oh the pictures loaded in or some of them did anyway uh, which is the uh, sleep superbly iPhone app okay uh and at one point in this video you can see a reflection in his glasses of a twitter page uh that le- that led the players to a twitter user Your name, your life.
2: Hmm. Uh,
1: And your name, your life requested that their followers solve a riddle and said that he would post seven clues, one every eight hours. Okay. Uh, The clues were, of the three, I am the last. Who am I? Forrester sent me to Gibraltar. Who am I? I am the ancient with a tangled sky. Who am I? I choose not who or when, but how. Who am I? Through me comes man's most superb sleep. Who am I? Not by spindle nor rod, but by shears do I work. Who am I? I am the inerexible, the inevitable, the unturning. Who am I?
0: Do these all have the same answer? Yes. It's fate.
1: Yeah, the answer was Atropos, who is one of the Greek fates. Okay, cool. Um, and if you solve the riddle uh you would get a dm from your name your life with a link to an audio recording of a murder
0: dope <laughs> Goody, listeners i will not be splicing that one in
1: i don't think i have it um i think i think it's gone um unless it's just but like, it was... oh my spine
0: <laughs> help yeah. i'm being murdered
1: <laughs> it was a uh, it was the um it was an audio recording of the kill from the actual kill room that was set up at Comic-Con. Um, okay. And at the end, you hear the the murderer, like, doing a doing a little serial killer monologue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the <Yeah>. Joker.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've heard a serial killer or two in my life. Doing yeah. their little monologues, flashing their little tricks
1: oh i i do like this little serial killer monologue i like how it ends if you're trying to tell me how you've never killed anyone don't bother it's all semantics to me you felt the thrill bought into the illusion of being the puppet master pulling the strings well friend your strings about to get cut what
0: he's like the anti-hipster about killing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Most serial killers are just like you wouldn't understand how it is unless you've taken a life or whatever. This guy's like, nah, you probably get it. <laughs> you watch TV or played a video game, you get it. You get it. <laughs> you get it.
1: Uh, and for the rest of Comic Con, there was nothing. Uh, there was they they handed out like sleep superbly sleep masks, and that was it until the tuesday after comic con uh when they got their first briefing from d the uh serial huntress okay which uh now- so all of these were youtube videos and they actually all still exist
0: is d um dexter's sister no okay
1: I forget what Dexter's sister's name is, but...
0: I think it's she's... Deb.
1: Oh, yeah, it's Deb.
0: Deborah, Yeah. Yeah. D- different um, Deborah.
1: But uh, all of Dee's videos still exist. They're on uh, Serial Huntress on YouTube. Um, okay. And so she put up a video called Your First Briefing. Uh, and she explains that an old colleague asked her to consult on a case. Uh, there was a body found in San Diego. And there was... Absolutely no way to uh, ID it. The face was mutilated. There were no teeth. Like, the fingertips were gone. uh, And he was strapped into a dentist's chair in a room surrounded by mirrors. Okay. Uh, And she was like, hey, we found uh, this, like, weird infinity symbol at the crime scene. And these like weird letters and the players are like well yeah we know that (laughs)
0: um (laughs) yeah we get it you're setting up a villain i've been here before
1: yeah like we we got all this already um but uh she also pointed out that there were like weird cuts in the victim's fingers uh and the next day on july 28th 2010 uh the Players realized that the notches in the the fake victim's fingers led to a phone number. Cool. Yeah.
0: That's cool. Ten digits. To, yeah, I get that. So it's just yeah. like the first left thumb has like three things taken out of it. First letters three. By letter and yeah. number. Yeah. Cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, Uh And it also had a, a, a password too, which I'm not sure, completely sure how they got. Okay. Um
0: That was in his toes. (laughs) (laughs) You get to get the extension number. God.
1: Uh, And so they were able to get into this guy, uh, Boris Gauza's voicemails, um, and learn that uh, his identity had been stolen. Okay. And they Googled up Boris Gauza, because this was, like, still in the era where you could just, like, Google... NPCs in an ARG and, like, find their website.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and they found his blog, um, and they found that he had been looking for information on his identity thief. Um, and he had a blog entry from, uh, 2009. All of his entries were from 2009. Um, that said... Uh, turning point question mark and he said that he uh, had hired a private investigator to track the cards that were being used in his name uh, and they had turned up uh, someone was trying to purchase a car with his uh, with his stolen cards in seattle okay uh, at a place called Mesua auto which had hmm. since gone out of business, uh people found because they found the website for it. Um, uh, Used dot com, which I think they also found by Googling. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this page still exists on the Wayback Machine. It's delightful. <laughs> it looks exactly like you would expect like a used automobile website to look. Hell yeah. And there's a little pop-up that says, due to challenges to my business and bleak economic times, I am sorry God. to announce that I have closed my doors. The remainder of my stock will be sold on Craigslist. Has a link to the Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and people, so people emailed uh, Theo Masua, who is the proprietor of the, of the um, Masua used auto because his, uh, his Yahoo email address also shows up. Uh, in that little pop up, uh, and uh, they emailed him, and they were like, "Hey, we like heard that this guy who was trying to steal some other guy's identity, uh, tried to buy a car from you. Can you, like, what can you tell us about that? Um, And he emailed back and said, basically that uh, he couldn't tell them. Anything except that the like there was a card that had been flagged, uh, and they got the guy's license plate number and they had found that it belonged to a man named Matthew Clark. Uh, but the address associated with him was an abandoned lot. Okay. Um, and so they took that information to Serial Huntress and she confirmed on that Thursday, July twenty ninth that the San Diego victim's identity was the identity thief, Matthew Clark. So they solved the murder. They didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> they so- they solved the mystery of who the victim was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good work, team.
1: Um, and you may guess that this murderer is a little bit ironic and funny because Ooh. he removed all of the all of the identifying details from the identity thief.
0: Uh-huh. He's he's quite clever this trickster. He's some kind of <laughs> jokester.
1: <laughs> you might say
0: that this guy met his fate.
1: It's Joker's trick.
0: Fate's trick.
2: <laughs> Fate's trick. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is this is why I don't fuck with serial killer stuff because you get on one end of it where it's done like well and it's like oh okay this is horrifying and terrifying and i don't want to deal with this and i'm scared but then the other end of things it's just like god can you not like every serial <laughs> killer story is literally just the uh the twitter account that comes up with new types of guys <laughs> you know what i mean either Discord disconnected us or you have no idea what I mean.
1: I know what you mean. I was laughing so hard that Discord cut my audio.
0: <laughs> yeah! Nailed it. <laughs> it's literally the like new type of dude Twitter account, except it has a knife.
1: Wait. Okay, this definitely exists. I typed make up a serial killer into Twitter and it exists. <laughs>
0: it exists
1: it exists but it only has two tweets
0: ah damn
1: (laughs) someone make that account but good (laughs) oh
0: god Uh. all right so fate is targeting people ironically mr police you could have caught him he gave you all the clues (laughs)
1: Where does, uh, I'm curious, where does Hannibal fall for you on that metric of, like, some serial killer stuff is good and some is annoying?
0: Um, I've never seen the show Hannibal, so I can't, I can't really give you that. My problem is the oh, okay. the exposure to the Hannibal show I've had is, like, second-hand fandom and memes. So I don't think I'd be able to take the show seriously, because the entire time I'd just be like, so tell me, Will. Um, (laughs) Like, that's the thing, is that, like, I have, because of the internet, um, I know how to do, like, a pitch-perfect impression of Hannibal in the way that he speaks. Yeah. But I've never heard him talk. So I have no idea how to, like, put that into the world physically, but I could write something that, like... You know, Will, the, the, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog, but don't we all want to be the lazy dog? <laughs> Tell me, Will, are you the fox or are you the dog? I've never heard him talk, so I can't, like, put it into his actual terminology or his actual, mm-hmm. like, speaking cadence, but, like, that's how every episode ends, right? It's just with Hannibal saying shit like that to a sad lad.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, it... <sighs> Hannibal is weird because it, like, has has a through line, but also it does, like, the, uh, like, procedural crime serial killer of the week thing. But, like, all of the serial killers have to be, like, extra fucked up or they don't look like anything next to Hannibal.
0: Right. That's the thing. Like, you, you can't start with the dude who's literally eating people and be like, yeah, this guy, like, killed his wife. And it's like, okay, but, like, Hannibal's investigating this. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> You got to you got to step this up, gang.
1: So they have like a guy who turns people into uh, like human bodies into cellos and shit.
0: Do see that might come out the other side. <laughs> uh. All right, so we found this is a weird tangent, but we found fate, or at least we found his first victim and we know that it's him.
1: Uh yes. And so on the 30th on that Friday, uh they unlock uh the second fate uh therapy session. Okay. Uh and and you may have noticed that fate's therapy session before he talked about teeth falling out and mirrors and stuff and people were like, oh okay.
2: Ah uh, right. okay. <laughs>
1: um in this one though, he talks about the players of the ARG Like, he names them by username and it's like, hey, I met some new friends.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh,
1: But he also talks about how he has a caffeine addiction uh, that is getting out of hand.
0: Okay, caffeine addiction that's getting out of hand. So this guy is going to kill his next victim by duct taping his hands to a treadmill and turning it up as hard as he can until the speed is too much and it kills the dude.
1: Mm, i guess we'll see if you're right
0: this is my new game it is guessing what kind of dude the serial killer is based off of uh what his uh therapy session is
1: (laughs) um (laughs) and so uh the your name your life twitter uh tweeted a final cryptic message uh, that said, well, my friends, it's been a fun week. For those who solved the riddle, hope you enjoyed your treats. I commend your sharp minds, and I'm always impressed by your speed. The riddle has been solved. Not all questions have been answered, but I trust you enjoy piecing things together. Perhaps we will meet again under different circumstances.
0: Okay, it sounds like the Ark is about to go offline for two years. <laughs> uh,
1: and in the uh, in the video therapy session uh they once again found a hidden twitter link as well as a hidden website link uh the hidden website link was uh, controladdicts.com which had an eight-step program to overcome a psychological addiction to control
0: there's a chainsaw man reference i could make right here but i'm not going to (laughs) so the three of you in the audience that know exactly what i'm here to say uh, i hope you appreciate me as much as i appreciate you
1: (laughs) Uh and on the website it said to take the first step you must pledge to go through the program without knowing the steps. Uh and you had to tweet your pledge to the Twitter user who controls you using the hashtag control pledge. Yeah, the first uh, step
0: is to give up control and say that you'll do it. Smart, cool. <laughs>
1: uh and once you did that, uh you would get direct messages telling you the other like steps of the program. Uh, which included admit that you are powerless over your control addiction. Tweet this to your followers with a hashtag control addict.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Inventory what you thought you had control over. Photograph your list. Tweet the image. Now burn that list and send a picture of the ashes to who controls you.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. We're doing, we're doing habit shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, and the last one was you are almost cleansed. Last step, submit... To the control of a higher power, tweet that power to Who Controls You. And okay. once you had finished all of the steps, um, Who Controls You would send you a message that said, Congratulations, you have completed the controladdicts.com free eight step program. Enjoy a life outside your control. Uh, and if you clicked on the link that it sent you to the free eight step program and you viewed the source, uh, there was an audio file hidden in the source code of the website. Okay. Uh, which was audio of another murder,
0: the murder most foul. <laughs> I'm just gonna splice uh, in that office audio,
1: <laughs> and um, it was a, it was like less gruesome than the one before. It was just like audio of of the guy like drugging someone and murdering them. And just being like, I'm going to inject you with this thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It seems you've met with a terrible fate. Oh, (laughs) a needle. Oh, I'm dying. I feel
1: like murder in audio media loses something when you're just like, I'm going to inject you with this needle.
0: Time to sneak up on my victim. Clip, clop, clip, clop. Ah, a needle.
1: Um.
0: Welcome to our new audio drama podcast.
1: Yeah, this is our new horror audio drama.
0: <laughs> it's an audio drama, but we only... We can only do foley work with our mouths.
1: We have to we be able only...
0: to make... We have to be able to make the noise into the microphone in order for it to make it into the episode.
1: We can only kill people via lethal injection.
0: <laughs> good thing I brought a bunch of needles. <laughs> this is either the best episode or the worst episode of our podcast. I have no idea which.
2: If I you've made you it this,
0: this far, tweet be us and let us know. <laughs>
1: I told you there was a reason I couldn't wait to talk about this arc.
0: (laughs) All right. So we've murdered a man via MP3.
1: Yes. Uh, And then a couple days later, um, on August 3rd, uh, Serial Huntress puts up her second briefing updates to Dossier.
0: Okay. For the record, Serial Huntress is my favorite Bat family character.
1: Yes, yeah, same. Uh, and she talks about how there are past cases which might be linked to the Infinity Killer, and uh she found a case that happened in Miami in uh November of two thousand eight. Uh the police were tracking down a drug dealer, uh, and they found his body with eight syringes stuck into it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and he had he had died of being injected of, of eight, being eight, stabbed <laughs> with
0: eight yeah I get it
1: <laughs> with eight syringes full of yeah. heroin <laughs> okay um and uh, serial huntress D says that she was trying to get information out of the police uh but she was contacted by uh a guy who said that he was the drug dealer's lawyer. And so the, the the drug dealer had police working for him, and he had bugged his own house so that he could record any conversations. And so the lawyer now had possession of audio files of the murder and had given them to uh, D. Okay. But she was like, well, I'm sick and I can't deal with it, so I'm going to give you the audio file. <laughs>
0: All right. Look, sometimes you n- you need a cover story for your arg.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so they found through the dossier that uh, this victim's name was Santos Jimenez, who was a character in Dexter already. Uh, who is murdered by Dexter. Okay. And they were like, "Well, that doesn't sound right," because like. We know how he, like, dies on screen and uh, he definitely doesn't
0: get injected with eight syringes full of heroin. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if this ARG was just like b-roll plot lines from the show that they just cut and we're like no we're not doing the eight syringe murderer send that down to marketing
1: that's really interesting i wonder and so the the players just kind of accepted that this is like a totally different character with the same name who had just like happened to also die in miami and be a heroin dealer
0: okay sure (laughs) you know yeah this is my dexter au (laughs)
2: Heroin, Jim,
0: AU. you? <laughs> uh,
1: serial hunters posted the audio files. Uh, one, there, so there were two audio files. Uh, one was a guy showing up to the house saying uh, that they were talking about like moving drugs in Miami. And saying, like, hey, show up between eleven and midnight, and we'll make sure that the police stay off your back. Uh, and if and you set up a safe house for the merchandise, and then just kind of like let us do our thing, whatever. Um The second audiophile is Santos trying to report a problem with his security system. Okay. Um <clears throat> and he asks specifically for a technician named Regis, uh, Regis Bishna, which who the players then Googled because this was still an era when you could do that <laughs> okay. uh, and found his Facebook page, which had an email address. Okay. Uh, and they emailed Regis and got a auto reply that said that he was traveling uh, but he had a travel diary where they could follow his travels. Cool. A lot of this arg so far is on WordPress, which is very interesting, considering that an advertising company with a lot of money made it <laughs> <laughs>
0: well you i mean you you cut your you cut your costs where you can, you know,
1: yeah, and I guess like the immersion of normal guy characters having blogs and stuff
2: i guess that makes sense
0: like uh i know when we when we did pepsi navy exposed there was a like we decided to set up a uh the neo cities you know partly because it was free but also like it's also just like what a weird guy like our main character would have done, you know, he wouldn't have yeah. been able to set up his own website. He would have gone to Neo cities and been like, there's my website. Um, so yeah, I, I can, I think for an immersion state, I think that makes more sense than them setting up like a bespoke website for each character.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> um, so, so they find this guy's uh, travel diary, WordPress, uh, and they find that, In one of his pictures, it has a picture of his cell phone with the phone number pulled up on it. Okay. Uh, And they call the phone number and they get a outgoing voice message uh, that tells you to leave your email address and Regis will get back to you. Uh, And they also find a classified ad that he's posted uh, looking for a place to stay in Brisbane, Australia in October. We are now in August, by the way okay so this may come into play later gotcha uh on august 5th uh boris gauza who is supposedly dead um uh updates his blog saying that he got a Email from Serial Huntress about the death of his identity thief, and the players are like, Oh, we just kind of assumed that this guy Boris was dead, but (laughs) I guess he's not. (laughs) Good for him. (laughs) They just kind of had been assuming that, like, any NPC they got information about was dead.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, at some point it's like, Yeah. This this guy's a you know in our serial killer ARG it checks out.
1: <laughs> um, and so they were they were surprised and delighted to find that he was alive. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, the photo of the phone on Regis's blog had changed and had a different number on it. Um, but if you called, it would just ring and never. Put you to a voicemail okay but Regis did email uh, one of the ARG players and sent them an email that said how did you get my number how do you know me why are you asking about Santos um and the person emailed him back and said hey I'm sorry I know this is very strange uh, we heard your name from Santos and we found you through your blog uh, he got murdered <laughs> and uh regis emailed back and said many people have called me about this one person said he was with the police are you with the police
0: (laughs) no i follow a youtube channel uh where this lady's solving serial crimes
1: yeah and so the player emailed him back and was like no i'm not a cop but I'm part of a community that is tracking this serial killer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: and we just emailed him back, and was like, all right, yeah, I'll tell you what I know. Uh, I worked to this I worked for this security company in Miami. Uh, the last time I went to Santos's house when he was like having a problem, this guy came around the back of my van and choked me until I like passed out um, he woke up in the back of his van and his uniform shirt was gone uh, huh. he didn't see the the guy who attacked him except that he was like tall with brown hair um, and he was like yeah I hope you find the guy that, that killed Santos <laughs> he was nice even though he was like a drug dealer (laughs) (laughs) okay um and the player responded kind of trying to dig for more information that was like hey do you know like the name of the security company like maybe if the killer still has your shirt that could be useful Uh uh-huh um, and then they got a, they got a reply that was basically like, "I'm sorry, I've told you everything that I know." <laughs> On that Friday, uh, August sixth, uh, the third, s- uh, sleep therapy session with Fate goes live, uh, and he talks about uh that he had a r- weird dream, uh, where he was hearing an owl in his sleep. Um and okay. it stuck with him and he thinks that maybe it's because he's been dwelling on his past lately.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: And in the background of his uh therapy tape, there is a tele there's a television blinking on and off and people realize that it was Morse code. Okay. Um, And it spelled out semper fate with an eight. uh, And it led them to a new Twitter account.
0: Okay. uh,
1: Which had only one tweet that said, Kilo Romeo Juliet Hotel Oscar Juliet Kilo Mike Kilo November Indiana Papa. uh, Which spelled out K-R-J-H-O-J-K-M-K-N-I-P. Uh, which was a substitution cipher for the word onomatopoeic.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: which they found out was a reference to the file name of Semper Fates Avatar. Uh, which was the Avatar itself was a reference to the Navajo code talkers. And okay. the avatar name was in phonetic, uh, like, Navajo language code.
0: Wild. Okay.
1: <clears throat> um, and the file name spelled out uh, Ho Yardley, who is a cryptologist. And they went to hoyardley.com. Uh, Which displayed a paragraph in Morse code uh, that scrolled over and over uh, repeated on the page. Okay. Uh, And when they translated it, it was a quote from Nietzsche that said, I know my fate. One day there will be associated with my name the recollection of something frightful, of a crisis like no other before on Earth, of the profoundest collision of conscious, of a decision invo- evoked against everything that until then had been believed in, demanded, sanctified. I am not a man. I am dynamite. Uh, and the word dynamite was highlighted in red. Okay. Um, and they looked in the source code. Uh, for the Morse code, because the, the Morse code actually, like, scrolled across the, the page. And they noticed that the word dynamite was enclosed in the code uh, strong class C2H5NO33. Okay. Uh, and they were like, weird, that's not, like, HTML. Uh, and C2H5NO33 is the molecular formula for nitroglycerin.
0: Okay, so we're going to go out with a bang here.
1: Apparently. Uh, And D also updated the Serial Hunters blog uh, on the Santos Jimenez murder uh, and showed a picture of the error that his security system control panel had been displaying when he called the company for tech support, uh, which was (laughs) just a... Screen basically overlaid with binary uh, and I assume that because this was a photo they had to type out all of this binary manually to translate it which sucks
0: oofa doofa
1: <laughs> here I'll show you how much there's, binary it is it's a there, lot
0: there are two schools of thought about this there's one that's like yeah make your players work for it and the other's like never make your players do something like this I'm in the make your players do it camp 'Cause like I want them to like crack their knuckles and be like, alright, let's fucking go. This is a lot of binary though.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, I mean that camp except for- this is a lot of binary.
0: <laughs> yeah, so for the listeners, it says zero one zero one zero one i I'm not gonna keep this bit going.
1: Um, so yeah, so I assume they had to Type all of this out manually. Yikes. Which sucks. Nice. Uh, and they they found eventually that it uh, translated to, this is the part where you take my bait and call a technician. Then I intercept him, take his uniform, come to your place. You unsuspectingly <laughs> let me in and your fate becomes sealed. Got him. <laughs> Fucking got him. <laughs>
0: Alright, so we're, we're solving for a murder that's already happened.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then on uh, the 10th, on August 10th, on Tuesday, uh, Serial Huntress uploads her third briefing. Okay. Uh, she says that she's feeling better from her illness. Um, and also that she has a new case uh, with a victim uh, named Colonel Joe Wellmont, uh, who is a military man who was apparently not a criminal because his files are completely clean. Uh, i sure. But his body was discovered in August of 2009 uh, and the killer killed him in the style of a military firing squad. Ah. I do like that they get around having to show this by saying he died of a gunshot wound in the chest it was gross I'm not gonna show you (laughs) (laughs) as though they didn't like set up the whole kill room with like the guy who had no teeth Right. (laughs) 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 he got shot in the chest but it was too gross for me to show you on camera don't worry about it
2: (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) um and uh d talks about how the this colonel uh she tracked down his former neighbor jenny excuse me uh she so uh d serial hunters tracked down the colonel's former neighbor jenny who Uh, didn't know a lot about the Colonel, um, but knows that he has a brother named Heath who stayed with him sometimes, uh, who was, like, kind of on and off the streets and, like, sometimes stayed with him when he needed a place to live. Uh, And and Serial hunter's D says, we need to find the Colonel's brother and talk to him. So, uh, you guys, I'm going to put you on that task um, because we need to figure out, like, how this murder fits in to the Infinity Killers MO. Um, okay. And Jenny gave me the name of this old acquaintance uh, who used to volunteer at a shelter where the colonel's brother came in and out of, but uh, I don't have her email address or anything, so <laughs> I guess you guys have to find her yourselves.
0: You got it. Go for it, friends. <laughs>
1: Uh, they also got a interview with uh, with Jenny the neighbor, uh, who doesn't have a lot of information besides uh, the stuff about Heath the brother and this this woman Rebecca, uh, who volunteered at the shelter. Uh, the players searched up Rebecca and they found her Facebook page, uh, which did not have a lot. On it except for a photo of her wearing a shirt that said New Promise Harbor. So they went to newpromiseharbor.com and they found that it was the website of the homeless shelter where she worked. Okay. And they found a phone number uh, that led to a voicemail that instructed you to try calling between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time to speak directly to a volunteer. Okay. Okay. Uh, control addicts.com also updated with four testimonials of players surrendering their control
0: okay i forgot that was still going on okay cool <laughs>
1: um on wednesday august 11th uh, angel the person who wrote this outline uh actually directly called new promise harbor Uh, And was told that Rebecca hadn't been there for a few months. And they didn't have a updated phone number for her. Uh, But they could tell her where Heath Wellmont was. Uh, He was a patient at Mentis Sanitarium.
0: I feel like that breaks OSHA guidelines or something. Not OSHA, HIPAA.
1: It must, right?
0: They can't just tell you that, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think they're allowed.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> I feel like that's a violation, but we're arguing. We got to get any info we can. <laughs>
1: also, can I just say I really like Mentis Sanitarium. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't come up with a better name.
0: <laughs> yeah, you should come over to the Demento Sanitarium. <laughs>
1: Uh, and so they found a, a website for Mentis Sanitarium with a contact page that had an email address uh, that gave you a auto-reply that said, If you are inquiring about a family member, please contact judy at mentissanitarium.net and be prepared to provide proof of kinship. Um, and a bunch of people emailed Judy pretending to be family members, lawyers, police, members mm-hmm. of the military... Uh, Joe Wellmont himself, who died a year prior to the (laughs) ARG happening, (laughs) uh, and all of them were told uh, no. Right. Um, If you claim to be a living member of the family, you got an email that basically said, hey, give us proof and we'll give you information about Heath. And uh, of course, nobody could do that.
0: (laughs) Right. I was going to say, also, don't think that's how it works, but go for it.
1: Yeah, um, and so then on Thursday, uh, apparently one of the players was able to doctor up some uh, convincing enough proof. Uh, this outline doesn't actually say what it was, okay, um, but got an email that said uh my superiors have approved the information that you have sent i can now proceed in sharing information about your cousin again i apologize for the inconvenience but our patient privacy policy requires us to obtain proof of kinship regarding your cousin i must regretfully deliver more bad news heath has recently passed away of natural causes i know this must be hard especially in light of the fact that his brother also passed away um, but then she says that they want to send this player uh, Heath's belongings, and if she will send the address uh, that she wants them to be sent to, they will mail them.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh,
1: and and the player also asked uh, about the circumstances of Heath's death, and uh, this, this employee, Judy, says... No, every, like, it. there was, like, no foul play. Like, he had a history of, like, heart disease and, like, just, he, you know, he just died. Yeah, as people not He wasn't murdered with, like, eight syringes or anything.
0: No, nah, just one heart.
1: He wasn't shot, but we can't show it on screen. <laughs> <laughs> they also crack a code on, uh, on the Semper Fate, uh, twitter which gets them the website the fakuro.net uh which is the website for the 17th airborne division 8th brigade combat team 494 airborne infantry battalion uh which is the battalion that colonel walmont belonged to
0: okay uh
1: and on one of the pages it has, like, a marching song that had a lyrical different, like, one single lyrical difference. Uh, that was, like, one word that was changed. Uh, okay. And they used that to open up a secret page, uh, which had the audio of Colonel Walmont being shot by the Infinity Killer.
0: Awesome. I'm sneaking up on you with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, a gun. <laughs> Bullets, my weakness. Yeah,
1: it is just like Walmart talking to uh the Infinity Killer and me like, "Do you have any idea what you're doing? Do you know who I am?" And Infinity Killer goes, "No, I just run around executing random people."
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of a plan.
1: And and Wilmont is basically like, no, I'm so important. I'm like a military man. Uh, don't kill me. And the Infinity Healer is like, I'm I'm I am gonna shoot you though. Is the thing. I'm gonna do it. Uh, and and Wilmont asks uh to uh, ask the Infinity Healer to make sure that his brother gets his uh his military tags. Uh, and the Infinity Killer's is like, that that can be arranged. Um, <laughs> but we don't know and we won't until the player gets the the mail.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Uh,
1: and then that Friday the 13th. Ooh, Friday the 13th. That's fun. Ooh.
0: Uh,
1: they get another uh, therapy video session with Fate. Okay. Uh, and he is in a hotel room. Uh, and he says that he is uh he's quote unquote traveling for work, uh, but he is planning to set aside some time for personal projects as a present to himself.
0: Good. It's good to set time aside for your hobbies. I agree. You can't monetize everything. You gotta set time aside for yourself. Yeah. What what hobbies he he putting aside for?
1: Probably murder.
0: Oh. <laughs> I would assume. Oh. <laughs> not like woodworking or no sewing okay uh
1: and he's talking to his like digital therapist iris and he says hey i have this like crazy idea that i want to bring some of my new friends along with me on this trip um i i think there's like a, a couple of people who might want to join me but uh i don't know if they're willing to commit and we'll see if they are or if i have to just send them a postcard okay uh, and he shows, uh, Iris the book that he's been reading and just kind of talks about it for a little bit and is like, Hey, I'm only on chapter three of this book, but it's, it's given me some good ideas. Uh, and the book that he has is Franz Kafka's The Trial. Okay. Uh, and the third chapter that he talks about specifically is called The Empty Courtroom. Um, hmm and so they find a twitter that says empty courtroom or twitter where the username is empty courtroom um with one tweet one single tweet that says the venire is twitter uh and venire is uh, jury selection
0: right okay uh
1: and the avatar is appears to be blank but if you up the contrast all the way, uh, it's a QR code uh, that leads to the website wrongyourright.com, uh, which is password protected when they find it. Uh, but the next day, Saturday, uh, wrongyourright.com becomes a Q&A, um, and depending on how you answer the questions, you get various kind of like cryptic answers uh such as there are far more who point out the wrongs than there are those who write them very deep uh and one of them which is you remain true to your agreement but can't help feeling that there's something you missed has a hidden code in it that leads to juryof8.com with the username recruiter and the password verdict Uh, And it has a paragraph on that page that says, You are part of the recruiters for the Jury of Eight. The eight jurors should help bring the trial to the attention of a general public. Recruiters must find jurors who meet the follower ratio and have them retweet the statement, Someone's fate is in my hands in the Jury of Eight. Jury selection and passcodes will be announced on Twitter via Empty Courtroom Daily at 5 p.m. EST. The Jury of Eight must be assembled by Tuesday, August 17th at 5.30 p.m. EST.
0: Huh. That's actually really interesting. I know. So they have to find, like, people with enough clout.
1: Yeah. So there were eight boxes where you could submit Twitter usernames. uh, And each one you had to have a certain number of followers. So they went from 50 all the way to 100,000.
0: Damn. All right. Imagine asking someone
1: with 100,000 Twitter followers to participate in your serial killer
0: art. I was going to say, right now, I've got 484. So, like, I can handle the first, like, three steps of this. That's wild.
1: Yeah. Like, nobody participating in this had 100,000 followers, right?
0: Probably not, unless, like i don't know some youtuber was like really deep into it (laughs) wild you Um, you could probably get like one of the actors from dexter to do it
1: oh that's true so yeah so by by 5 p.m est uh that day three of the three jurors were announced um taking out uh Juror one, juror two, and juror six, which were fifty followers, a hundred followers, and ten thousand followers, uh, respectively.
0: Michael C. Hall does not have a Twitter account, so Dexter himself is out. I'll keep looking.
1: It looks like the the ten thousand follower Twitter was just like somebody's like TV show like fan Twitter that they used. Okay, um, sure. Yeah um and so they still had five slots open um it they they realized that what would happen was the first person who was nominated in that field who met the requirements and tweeted uh the little phrase that they were told to uh was the person who uh got selected and they each got a passcode uh associated with that juror that could be plugged into the site Uh, and there was a little scale at the top of the site that would show how many jurors uh, how many passcodes had been entered from the jurors accepting their little spot okay uh there was also they found a ustream page for a user named empty courtroom Okay. Uh, with a scheduled broadcast called The Verdict of the Jury of Eight.
0: Alright.
1: So that's fun. <laughs> that's a That's a fun surprise that will help us later. Yeah. And on the same day, uh Heath Wellmont's package comes uh to the player uh who is named the Shiny One. Uh, and who uploads pictures of the different things in the box? Uh, it was a wooden box uh, that was falling apart. Uh, and inside it was a Rubik's Cube with letters carved into it that pointed to the Fricuro.net. Okay. Uh, which I assume means that they had been meant to get this package before they found the audio of the murder because they had right. already found that website. Um, a yo-yo, a rosary, two alphabet refrigerator magnets that said R&A, uh, a lot of little toy army men, a broken helicopter and burnt toy flag, uh, some drawings. Uh, one was a girl in profile that said electric girl. And kay. the other... The file names are Electric Girl, Creepy Smile Monster, Two Heads, and Sun Face. And they are exactly what they sound like.
0: All right.
1: Uh, I think Electric Girl is the only one that has like actual writing on it. Like the words Electric Girl are written on it. Gotcha. Uh, they got dog tags and three letters written to Heath signed from Joe Wilmot. Okay. Uh, the first one was basically Joe saying... Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while, but uh, I'm retiring and I'm officially a civilian now. Um, and my friends are telling me that I should pick up a hobby. Uh, but the only thing I can really think of is when we used to ride horses as kids. Okay. Uh, the next one is just a, a very short letter that's like, Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Like, how are you being treated? How long do you think... They'll keep you. Uh we should stay in touch more often. Please write me back.
2: Huh. Okay.
1: Uh, and the last one is written in completely different handwriting. Uh people presumed that it was from fate, uh, because it's in totally different handwriting and it's also stained with blood. Cool. <laughs> uh and it's like Hey, please accept this as a token in my memory because you won't see me again.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, so we are on August... What are we on? August 15th. Okay. Uh, August 15th, they get two more jurors uh, for the jury of eight. Uh, they get... Uh, Juror three and juror four who are 500 and a thousand followers respectively okay uh this website notes that of the five jurors it looks like two of them are only actually playing the game okay um so people may just be nominating random people
0: (laughs) yeah i guess if those people have to like actually watch a live stream this becomes harder yeah
1: Uh, Then on Monday, they get the 5,000 follower juror. Uh, And then on Tuesday, they get all of their jurors. They find their 100,000 follower person.
0: All right. All of our ducks are here in a row.
1: Yep. Uh, And so they get three tweets uh, from the Twitter account. Uh, let's say the recruiters have successfully seated all the members of the jury of eight as a result the trial will be broadcast live at Ustream link yet the case is not closed in fact just as this verdict is passed a new fate is in the jury's hands and it will not be the last okay uh and the Ustream there's also a uh there's also a video that goes up on uh on D's uh, YouTube that is a mirror of the stream for, like, people who missed it. Sure. If this video is a mirror of the Ustream, which I think it is, it's just the guy streaming his own, uh, his own screen of, like, the chat chat on the Ustream, uh, and he's talking about how he, uh, killed this this woman who is, like, his seventh victim, um... And he uh, is talking to them and is like, oh, there's like, c- oh, the guy I was waiting for is here. Uh, and you hear a car drive past and a garage door opens uh, and you hear a guy discovering a body in the background.
0: Is that a body? Oh, my <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> um, And then very shortly afterwards, uh, Dee puts up a... A a briefing video and is like hey uh you guys found this audio of a dead body being found
0: (laughs) hey that's my job
1: (laughs) so uh let's let's investigate this i
2: guess
1: (laughs) uh and they they dig into the audio of this u stream and they find that uh that Fate is tapping in, like, the background, uh, and it turns out to be Morse code for the name of Sarah Zizel, uh, okay. which they presume is the name of the victim. Sorry, there are sirens happening outside my apartment. Uh-oh. <laughs>
2: um,
1: and they take the phrase from Twitter, the curtain rises on the misfortune of some, uh, and they find a... Website, TheMisfortune.com, which has a fortune-telling machine on it. Okay. Uh, and there's an image underneath it that says, Lucky Numbers, and the file name for the image is Not Your Lucky Day Today, Try Again Tomorrow. Alright. Um, and they find that uh, the Infinity Killer in the Ustream uh references Kafka's The Trial a lot uh which pretty much confirms that he is fate uh in the in the little therapy sessions um and also they don't really know what else to do with that
0: <laughs> All right me neither <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh but they do get uh, the next day, on the 18th, they do get a dossier on the serial huntress website uh, on Sarah Zeisel's murder. Okay. Uh, and they find that she was uh, electrocuted and bound to a homemade electric chair in her
0: garage. Cool. <laughs> Love that for her.
1: Uh, and there are like pictures of it that looks super fake <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can 100% tell that this is just like a chair that somebody wrapped a bunch of wires around I do love the, the giant red circle pointing out the wires though <laughs> <laughs> they were like yeah this is an electric chair triggered by the garage door opener so her husband opened the garage and it
0: killed her <laughs> <laughs> okay so this it's hooked into the car which is weird
1: yeah it's, it's like, like hooked
0: at the up, door
1: it's like hooked up to the car battery but it's also like the wires go up into the garage door but you can very clearly see in the photo that they're like not attached to anything
0: no they really aren't they're, <laughs> they're
1: just <laughs> they're just like Hanging over the garage <laughs> door.
0: All right. Also, <laughs> oh, that's the a really nice part... fridge for a for a, a garage fridge.
1: The best part of these photos, by far, is just the red circles that
0: like don't uh-huh.
2: like mean anything.
0: It's like, look, this is a this is a wire. Okay, <laughs> so. so... We've got baby's first electric chair in the garage that I guess the story is the husband hit the button and then it went off based on the car, but also based on the garage door.
1: Yeah. Okay I guess. Got her. It's it's very like it's it's very like shitty jigsaw. <laughs>
0: it's like jigsaw but for one of those kids puzzles it's like eight pieces
1: yeah by the way I meant to bring this up uh, earlier have you seen that uh, have I showed you that twitter that's just like it's called jigsaw quotes but it's all like fake no quotes. but that
0: sounds incredible
1: <laughs> they're like wow uh sorry my trap wasn't supposed to do that sorry i'm opening the exit now you can just leave i'm sorry
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: have you heard my favorite my brother my brother and me bit is yes. one about finding out De- your neighbor's jigsaw
1: detective jigsaw
0: <laughs> my it's 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 something that i think about way too often <laughs>
1: Uh, my favorite my favorite tweet on the Jigsaw quotes Twitter is you say you love your best friend, even though you never even gone on a date together. But do you love him so much that you'd marry him to save your own life before you is a beautiful wedding ring?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 oh,
0: Put your butt meat on the portcullis. I don't want to put my butt meat on the portcullis. Greg, it's like you're not taking this seriously.
1: Every single day I think of it was a gift for my adult bar mitzvah.
0: (laughs) That's right. I'm the most interesting character the McElroy's have ever thought of.
1: Oh man! And now I'm just thinking about how someone ran like a like a bootleg Saw ARG last year. I want to go back
0: to those oh, days. Oh yeah, for the the Saw movie that never came out. Yeah. Spiral.
1: Ah, uh, take me back there to January 2020, whatever it was. <laughs>
0: saw ARGs got your bootleg saw ARGs over here
1: imagine being the guy who like the saw trailer comes out and you just immediately jump on it and it was like oh I know what I'm gonna do it's arg time baby
0: yeah <laughs> that's jigsaw
1: that's jigsaw <laughs> that's
0: jigsaw he has his puzzles ready to go
1: jigsaw Jigsaw game jacked the Saw movie. (laughs) Oh, God. So anyway, yeah. So this guy gets arrested for killing his wife, even though literally there's There's no way to prove that he did it. (laughs) They're like, well, he triggered the thing that Electric chaired her, so he he's the murderer
0: <laughs> got you on a technicality motherfucker you're going down <laughs> guy who murdered um, his wife said what <laughs>
1: uh and so serial huntress uh updates with the news that uh tyler zeisel sarah zeisel's husband uh has been arrested uh for her murder and serial huntress of course is like hey i i I really think the Infinity Killer did this. Like we know that he did this. We saw the. Wait a minute. Why can't they use the live stream as evidence that the Infinity Killer killed this guy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not now willing Your to Honor, suspend my disbelief on this one. <laughs> Your Honor, in, in the background of this live stream video, you'll hear. My client hits the button and goes, oh my god, what's going on? (laughs) Clearly he didn't do it.
1: (laughs) But like in the live stream, he talks about Sarah being (laughs) his, his ninth victim or whatever.
0: Hello, my name is not Jigsaw. I'm murdering people. Sarah's gonna be my ninth person. I'd like it to be clear. I'm not the husband. I'm definitely not Peter Nyland, or whatever we said his name was 20 seconds ago. Andrew's not paying too close attention to names, and he should have thought of that before we started this bit. Again, <laughs> like, I am the Infinity Killer.
1: Like, if you're gonna frame someone for murder, don't live stream it!
0: That's our Argonauts tip of the day.
1: If you're going to frame someone
0: for murder, don't livestream it.
1: That's like th- the more you know. <laughs> that should be the first step to not fucking up framing someone for murder.
0: Yeah, that's that's the first lesson in framing school.
1: That's like step number 1. Don't uh-huh. livestream your murder.
0: Don't confess. <laughs>
1: It's just like the Infinity Killer looked everyone straight in the eyes and was like, "No one will ever believe you." <laughs> <laughs> and then they ported his live stream to YouTube, where everyone could see it and have a record of it.
0: At least one person with a hundred thousand followers on Twitter did see this happen.
1: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm not willing to suspend my disbelief on this one. <laughs> Oh boy! So yeah, so so uh, so D serial hunters is like, hey, uh, I need you to prove that this guy didn't kill his wife because I'm worried about him and the police aren't taking me seriously, uh, and I'm worried that he's gonna get the death penalty for a murder he didn't commit.
0: <laughs> for a murder that someone else live streamed. Okay. <laughs>
1: um and this says that they examined the crime scene photos but could not determine anything to prove that he didn't kill his wife
0: oh okay uh
1: they also uh found the website theelectricgirl.com uh just by typing stuff in from the drawings and in, in the package that was received
0: um oh electric they... girl her duh
1: yeah can't wait till um, we get
0: sun don't know what that guy's <laughs> gonna get but
1: <laughs> uh and they got a page when they put in the electric girl.com that said our site is currently under construction please check back very soon okay um and on that thursday uh, august 19th uh themisfortune.com gets updated uh, and not your lucky day today. Try again tomorrow. JPEG is now renamed to twenty-five underscore twenty underscore thirty-nine eighty-seven
0: ninety-four
1: fifteen. Okay. Uh, and when you plug that into a one Z twenty-six code, uh, it converts to the word actomyosin, uh, which is a muscle protein found in the human body.
0: Okay
1: uh but if you used the same number letter code wait hold on how do... what i'm confused this says if you use the same number letter code it turns out to be something totally different I...
2: okay i don't
1: understand oh, they maybe did it to A1Z26 and then put it into a cryptogram solver because they thought that it was still gibberish and it spat out actomyosin. Um, but then they were like, oh, if we just put it through standard like A1Z26, it gives us uh, YT and then a bunch of letters. And they they eventually found out that YT was supposed to be YouTube. Right. uh, And the letters were a YouTube username. Okay. Uh, And on the account were 12 videos with one word titles. uh, And in their correct order, they formed a sentence. uh, That was years ago. I began by recognizing the difference between chance and fate. Uh, And each video showed a spinning roulette table At the end, it would uh, pop up as a different number on the roulette table. Okay. Uh, And when you combined those numbers in order, uh, you got the number for an eBay item. Okay. uh, Which was from a seller called Mrs. Doorman's Souvenir. Uh, Cool. And the item was called Time's Up, and it was a watch. And it was described as... This item belonged to a person who recently passed away. Now it is forever yours, inside and out. Okay. Uh, and the auction was scheduled to end that Sunday.
0: I don't like the phrasing of inside and out, but here we are.
1: <laughs> uh, and then that Friday, they got a new dream therapy session, uh, which led to what this. Website describes as a disgusting number of Twitter accounts.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: so at the at the beginning of the session, uh, the little like digital therapist Iris says, "Welcome back, Fate. Are you ready for your fifth therapy session?" And Fate says, "Absolutely. I'm hanging on every word." Uh, and he talks about his trip, and says, uh, "Hey, my friends ended up making it, uh, and they all really pulled together." Uh, And their efforts were downright shocking. Wink, wink. uh Uh, (laughs) Uh, And he says that, like, he had a good time. Uh, I, like, someone I've had my eye on for quite a while was there. uh, And I was very happy to see her. uh, And, but I haven't been sleeping very much. uh, Because I've been wrapped up in this project that I was working on. Uh Uh-huh um but he does talk about that he had a dream about taking a nice bath
0: sure that's gonna end well
1: and the clue in this turned out to be uh i'm hanging on every word and every single word of what he says in this video corresponds to a twitter account
0: jesus (laughs)
1: uh and each twitter account was blank except from an avatar which was a portion of a qr code
0: good lord
1: so, the sentence "There's actually someone I've had my eye on for quite a while" led to the Twitter accounts there's actually and someone I've had and my eye on for, and quite a while, Lord, yeah, I'm shocked that all of that they were able to do this, and like these Twitter accounts weren't taken already. I guess in twenty ten they wouldn't have been,
0: yeah, and they're just kind of gibberish phrases, you know, like yeah. Like, quite a while, I think, is the closest I'd come to one that you could think would have been taken. But, like, yeah, that's that's a lot of effort.
1: It's bonkers. Uh, and so if you put all 64 icons together, you got a QR code.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: that led you to a YouTube channel for Rip Your Heart Out Now uh which had one video inviting viewers to a contest
2: ooh
0: i do love uh, to win things
1: yeah uh saying that the winner would get a special heartfelt prize in the mail uh and they had and in order to enter you had to reply because video replies were like still a thing uh talking about Uh, A story of when you had your heart ripped out by someone.
0: I wonder what's going to be in the box.
1: I wonder. Uh, And you had to do it by Monday, August 23rd, uh, which was two days from when they found this video uh, at 8 a.m. Okay. So then on Sunday, uh, the 22nd, the watch auction ended um, and the winner didn't actually have to pay for the watch. They got a message that said, Congratulations, fate has chosen you to receive the souvenir. Provide your address and your package will arrive very soon. Cool. I respect that the the people running this game didn't actually make them pay to re- get a clue.
0: <laughs> I respect it, but at the same time, pony up.
1: It would be very funny.
0: I agree. <laughs> you got to fund an arc somehow. <laughs> Welcome to, my eBay. You- <laughs> Welcome to my eBay ARG, where I just auction off random shit in my house and attach yeah. a clue to each one.
1: Paywall your ARG by just, like, putting random shit up on eBay that all has clues <laughs> in it. God.
0: This one's a highly sought-after magic card, so y'all better be willing to win. <laughs>
1: Uh, and then on Monday, uh, the Rip Your Heart Out contest uh, winner is announced. Okay, yeah, this video doesn't say anything important, and there's a creepy heartbeat sound behind it. I don't like that. Uh, yeah,
0: not a fan.
1: So basically, they were like, hey, congratulations, this person who won. Give us your mailing information, and we'll send you something cool. Um The important thing that happens uh, on this day is that uh, the Twitter user Fatespeaks appears and starts following a bunch of ARG players, uh, and he tweets, "'Planning on having a chat with my friends tomorrow. I think they have a lot of questions for me. Let's see if they have the right one. As I suspected, my friends already have so many questions for me. Some I will answer tomorrow.' For the right one, the path has been opened if their eyes are sharp and their hands are steady. The details of the chat will be communicated tomorrow. For now, all I will say is that one person's oversight can be the gain of many. This path was opened by one for all. Okay. Uh, And the Rip Your Heart Out uh, contest winner actually got announced later than it was supposed to, and someone asked fate why, and he said operating issues, but with the
2: eight
1: eight, yeah yeah Uh, and so then on the on the 24th uh fate has a little live chat in the irc room for the the arg solvers okay uh he puts out a bunch more tweets and says uh the chat will be today but not on Twitter. To get to the end of the path, my friends must keep operating as a team.
2: Cool. The
1: the chat will happen today at 5 p.m. Curious to see if my friends will find the right words to say. Might take some practice once in sight. Getting ready to step into Safe Haven in 5 minutes. Uh Safe Haven was an IRC chat that was used by like the the serial huntress forum people. Okay. <clears throat> um and a little bit after five uh, he showed up in safe haven to talk to the uh, players and right after that uh, Dee posted her fifth briefing uh, that was like hey uh, fate is like just fucking with us like He's just trying to get attention. Don't let him do that. Like yeah, you're supposed to be killers. trying to catch him.
0: It's a serial killer story. That's what they do.
1: Uh, and she's like, hey, I need you to start a thread on the forum uh, dedicated to like consolidating our theories. Because I think there's like a bigger picture here with the fate thing. Uh, and like serial killers are usually very consistent. So we need to like figure out what his MO is. Okay. Uh fate in the IRC chat doesn't really tell them a lot. Uh he talks a lot about like the path and the path began a long time ago and they're looking they they've stopped looking the right way. Um and he leaves i pretty much like half an hour after he he gets there. And is like, well, I would have liked to hear the right, or I would have liked to have heard the right question, uh, but I haven't heard it, and I'm still waiting for the right question.
0: Will you marry me?
1: (laughs) Um, And the players eventually figure out some of his hints uh, from IRC and from Twitter, and they find operating.com with an eight. Um, And it is a little game it's a little operation style game where you have to make a steady incision in a set amount of time um and there's three levels and after you complete them uh you get a little audio clip uh that sounds like a heart monitor uh and a voice that says lost anything valuable lately okay Uh, and somebody tweets at fate and says lost anything valuable lately And Fate says, well, perhaps not valuable to most, but certainly to me. It's my favorite jacket. I think I lost it on a recent trip to New York. And somebody asked him what it looked like. And he said, it's a dark green utility jacket with a silver zipper on the collar. There's a slim chance of finding it. I can't say I expect to get it back, but I do hope it ends up in good hands. It was in the city. I'll try and remember where I last saw it and let you guys know.
0: Okay.
2: Okay.
1: So now they're helping fate find his missing jacket. Cool. (laughs) I guess, I guess. Uh, And then the 25th rolls around uh, and fate tweets. Well, I guess it really does help to sleep on it. I think I'm remembering where I last had my jacket. The last time I remember having it was when I went on a walk through the South street seaport. Now that I think about it, I might've left it at the bodies exhibit. I was just in New York by myself. It seemed like an interesting place to go. Oh, well, I guess there's no point in crying over spilled milk, but I appreciate all of your concern. It really warms my heart, so much so I think you deserve a little surprise. Okay. Uh, And the players actually call the bodies exhibit in uh, Manhattan, and they find out that the jacket is there, um, but none of the players were in the area to go get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, And eventually... Uh, the people at the bodies exhibit started to get irritated by, like, ARG people calling them. Right. And uh, the uh, the ARG people, or the people running the ARG had to put an update on Serial Huntress that was like, hey, please, please
0: stop calling them, guys. Hey, <laughs> hey Marn. Yeah? It's been a really long, really fucked up year. And uh, <laughs> January has been kind of shitty for me. Uh-huh. it's really nice to get back to our roots and hear about a dead drop that went completely fucking wrong oh <laughs> uh, they say you can't go home again but here we are <laughs> couch is That's just true. like we our haven't left talked about the blankets a really bad dead drop in quite some into. time <laughs> oh this is so good oh I miss a good fucked up dead drop
1: Oh God! So yeah, so uh, they had to put up like an in character thing on the Serial Huntress blog as D being like, "Hey guys, stop calling the bodies exhibit. They're mad. Uh, <laughs> but if you're in the area, you should definitely go get the jacket that we need you to have."
0: <laughs> God, I forgot about the bodies exhibit.
1: Me too.
0: That was fucked up.
1: That was definitely a place that a serial killer could visit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. What a weird fucked up traveling museum exhibit. Uh
1: and so then serialhunters.com goes down for a little bit. Uh and when it goes back up, uh the briefing had been hacked.
0: It's just the same as before, but with eights instead of all the words where it could be.
1: Yeah, it's just like a a corrupted version of her briefing uh, goes up on the site. And then uh, Dee puts out an urgent update and says, uh, that video is now officially evidence. I'm already analyzing it. Let's figure out what he's trying to say.
0: Let's get him.
1: Let's get him. (laughs) Uh, at the end, she says, "This is not a game, and we are coming for you." <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, in the glitches in the video, they find the words "heart" and "recipes." Okay. Uh, and also, the player who got the watch on eBay receives it in the mail. Uh, and she finds that. Uh, engraved on the back is the name Sarah Zeisel, uh, and inside the watch is a, little slice of, is a little piece of paper that says Slash Unanimous. Okay. Uh, and on SarahZeisel.com Slash Unanimous, uh, they found that they could enter all of the... Juror, uh, from the jurors from the jury of eight's usernames and their little like jury passwords that they had to enter to be confirmed as a juror. Um, and if you entered all of them in order from one to eight, uh, you would get some security camera footage, uh, of fate leaving Sarah's house. Um, but they realized that the timestamp moved backwards. So it was actually mm. footage of him entering her house.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, and there was a message that said, you are now in a position to decide the fate of another choose wisely, but know that your actions are not without consequence.
0: Okay.
1: So basically they now have the proof that uh, Tyler did not murder his wife.
0: Yeah, like they have okay. the footage. Perfect. I we had the footage before, so it's hard to take this seriously. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Um, and then on August twenty sixth, on that Thursday, uh, serial Huntress's briefing—the same briefing—gets hacked again.
0: <laughs> of course, it does.
1: Uh, a new one comes goes up. Uh that has the words my and healthy in it. Okay. Uh and combined with heart recipes, they find myhealthyheartrecipes.com.
0: That sounds like a real website.
1: Yeah. Uh, which has two recipes on it, uh, beef chili and hearty veal roast. Um, which have very weirdly phrased directions.
0: So
2: this is um, Hannibal. <laughs>
1: um, Specifically in degrees, minutes, and seconds. Uh, And people are like, oh, the degrees are definitely... That definitely means this is coordinates. Uh, So they put the numbers from the recipes in as coordinates. uh, And they get a body of water. Okay. (laughs) And then they make one of the coordinates negative. (laughs) and they get a community hospital
0: (laughs) you faked me out all right
1: uh and they they find that the hospital that they have gotten is actually a filming location for dexter cool uh it in dexter it is the angel of mercy hospital uh but in real life it's the linda vista community hospital uh and on the website they also find uh the words that say, this is my Friday afternoon special. I hope you enjoy it. And remember, using different cooking equipment may yield different results. So be sure to check in on your meal. And people are like, oh, so there's going to be a dead drop next Friday.
0: <laughs> I thought it was saying that it would the the recipe would change and you'd find different mm. coordinates. Mm. It sounds like I'm right.
1: Cereal <laughs> uh, hunters posted... A blog entry that was like hey uh anybody who goes just be very careful uh and i don't know what he means about checking in but uh just just watch yourself (laughs) and while all this is happening uh one of the players gets the jacket from the bodies exhibition
0: oh it's about time I wonder if that he walks up and he's like, "Hey, I'm here to pick up a jacket." And they're just like, "Oh, fuck this guy." I know. Which I feel like is a good place
1: to end for now. The the, the jacket retrieval question. Okay.
0: This the sneaker jacket retrieval at the bodies exhibit.
1: Yeah, they get, so they get the jacket, uh, and they find that uh, the tag on the jacket has been replaced with an embroidered infinity sign, so they know it's definitely the right one.
2: Okay. Uh, and
1: there is a sewn-up pocket that has a flash drive in it, Ooh. Uh, and the flash drive has a zip file called Extirpation uh, that has an mp3 inside of it, but the zip file is protected by a password, and they do not have the password yet.
0: Okay. I bet we're gonna find that at the hospital,
1: Ooh, or something similar.
0: We're...
1: Unless that dead drop goes bad,
0: <laughs> that is a wonderful that that is a great uh, stopping point for this week. I'm very curious to find out how this one goes.
1: <laughs> uh, you're right. I missed a bad dead drop. Oh,
0: it's it's it. My my skin is cleared up. My crops are flourishing. Oh, it's so good to be back in my element.
1: A bad dead drop by, like, a professional advertising company, too. Ah, uh, mwah, mwah.
0: <laughs> That's args, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell yeah. I'm excited to pick this up next time. Uh, but until then, do you want to get into recommendations? Sure. All right. What am I what should I check out this week, Marn? Uh
1: my recommendation for this week is that I just finished rereading uh Grady Hendrix's book My Best Friend's Exorcism. Uh and I forgot how much I enjoyed it.
0: Oh yeah, you recommended a book either a book of theirs or just them as an author a while ago cuz I know that I read Horror Store on your recommendation.
1: Yeah, I think so I did a Dead Letter Society episode about Horror Store. Um I think I've recommended We Sold Our Souls on here. I might have also recommended Horror Store. Uh I really liked We Sold Our Souls. Uh My Best Friend's Exorcism was the one he wrote before that. Okay. Uh, which it takes place in the eighties and it's about uh like a a high school girl who uh goes to this party with her friends. And, like, her best friend gets lost in the woods and, like, starts acting very weird afterwards, and she starts believing, basically, that her best friend is possessed, but they go to, like, a very, like, rich person Christian high school, and she, like, can't get anyone to help her with it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I didn't remember- I remembered being kind of neutral about it the first time I read it, but on reread, it- it's really good. I really liked it. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, cool. Hell yeah. My Best Friend's Exorcism?
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. It's good. Um, It gets a little gross at the end. I mean, like, it is a horror book, obviously.
0: <laughs> sure, yeah.
1: Grady Hendrix kind of does a thing where, like, a lot of his books will start off very, like, kind of lighter in tone or, like, not as intense and then get very gross and intense at a certain point towards the end
0: yeah Um, horror store was kind of the same way
1: (laughs) yeah horror store definitely does that
0: (laughs) yeah it's about a haunted ikea and it starts off kind of spooky and fun
1: so yeah this one's about the same
0: cool did grady hendrix didn't do the scooby-doo book did he no okay Good, because that one sucked.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good book. It's it's pretty short. You could probably read it in like an afternoon.
0: Cool. Uh, yeah. sounds good to me. Um, my recommendation this week might sound familiar, uh, because it's Marn's recommendation from last
2: week. <laughs> Uh,
0: so on mine's recommendation, I checked out the talentless Nana, um, and that shows really good y'all. Um, it is one of those shows that it's one of those things that like, it's frustrating to try and talk about because the (laughs) thing that makes it good is like there, there is a twist in, the formula as it's presented in the first episode. Now you understand. <laughs> and the stuff that is good about the show is the result of that twist. And it's like, but it's it's one of those things where, like, based off of your recommendation of it and based off of the idea from what you presented, it's not a show that I would typically check out. But because you recommended it and you told me <laughs> there was a twist, I gave it a shot. And the twist ended up being super cool. And something that, like, ultimately I wish it had stuck with a bit more in the back half of the season. Um, The pacing got a little weird. But I liked the show a lot overall. And I think the people should check it out if they want something that's kind of dark. Is really where I'll leave it.
1: The Um, manga's really good, too. I'm fully caught up on the manga.
0: Oh, is it still running? Mm Mm-hmm. I will have to... It's one of those things where it's like, do I want to keep up with the manga? Do we do we think it's going to get a second season?
1: I don't know. I actually read the manga before i uh, before I got into the anime. Okay. I started watching the anime because I wanted I wanted Alyssa to like watch it because I I know that she would enjoy it, but she probably wouldn't read the manga if I recommended it. To her.
0: Sure. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would definitely recommend that. So, yeah, a uh, talentless Nana. No, no, check it out.
1: Yeah, I'm glad that you understand what I was trying to like communicate last week. <laughs> yeah, I about it.
0: Well, it's 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 frustrating to try and talk about these kind of shows because, like, it's the kind of thing where if you had just told me what the twist was at the end of the first episode, yeah, I would have been like, hell yeah, I will watch that. That sounds cool. But it feels bad to tell people the like the pivot that the show relies on you know yeah so in the end you're just like trust me this sounds like it's super generic but it's not you should check out this thing because xyz and it's a hard sell when you can't just tell someone what's good about it
1: it's really funny because if you watch the promotional material for the anime it also does not let on to what the twist is nice it's so good awesome. like out of curiosity i watched like a trailer for the anime and i was like okay yeah i i see <laughs>
0: it's about a group of friends and their their new ti- their new uh mind treating friend who just moved into town well all right i i think that's gonna do it for us uh if you want to support the show the best way you can do that is to uh go onto itunes and give us a rate or a review um they all help us stand out from uh podcasts about the argonauts the the Greek heroes of myth uh, who have re overtaken <laughs> us because of a little game called Hades. Um, apparently people care about Greek mythology again. So uh, a rating a review would go a long way toward helping us uh, get back up on the charts. Um, aside from that, you can always, we have a Petraean uh, that's P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N or Patreon. If you don't want to make our mistakes and, um, you can find that and support the show. Uh, patrons get a... We just launched a episode of uh, Arg Analysis that by the time this is out, uh, you will have already heard in the main feed, but if you are in the uh, patron feed, you got it a week early. So, um, that is covering the jejun Institute, uh, or the Institute, a documentary about the jejun Institute. Um so yeah, you should check that out. And uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can get early access to stuff like that. And each episode uh, comes out a couple days, uh, a day or two early. I I do the best I can with editing on our schedule. Um, outside of that, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find me. I am at cohost Sherms.
1: I am at Corp Survivors.
0: Or you can find us together. We are at Argonauts Pod. I'm doing this exit all out of order. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just gonna go ahead and say. That's Arg's baby.
1: Hey, Jory, have you ever watched the anime called One Piece?
0: Yeah, Joe. I watched for a podcast that we do. B- what? You know, we are watching One Piece. I started watching it so you could rewatch it, and then we talk about it sometimes. I, I, have, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, we don't do it super frequently. Once a month at best. D- did you forget? We analyze the story and discuss the show's themes, characters, compare it to other media, and how it provides an allegory for real-life politics and events. I, I must have forgotten. What? Where can I listen to remind myself? You can listen at the Orange Groves Podcast Network or search for We Are Watching One Piece in your favorite podcast app.
2: What's a podcast?